Hello and namaste guys. I am Dr. Anushruti and I am back with yet another inspiring episode. Health has no barriers. One should be healthy both in and out in all the manner to have and to lead a really great and happy life. And to make all of this easier for you, I have a very special guest with me today. Today on board, I have Dr. Patrick who is a chiropractor and the founder of the Wellness Way. He is also an author and within his 21 years of experience, he has trained thousands of doctors on a different approach towards healthcare and continues to do so. Well, when we have such an esteemed guest in front of me, why do we wait more? Let's directly speak to him. Hello, Dr. Patrick. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you so much. Well, I really want to know what exactly is this different approach to healthcare? Like the thing you teach, the you train doctors, I really want to know what exactly is that different approach? Um, I think it's going back to our true ancestral roots of healthcare. And let me explain. Our world, both in the Western world and now in the Eastern world, has changed dramatically in healthcare, let's say over the last 30 to 50 years. Uh, for example, you know, and and we've we've moved in such to a medical viewpoint of biochemically uh, from drugs or surgery altering the body so much. I think we've lost the appreciation of the human body itself, its function. If we look at, especially, and I specialize in female hormones, which we'll get into. If you would just even understand how a woman's cycle works, it's dramatic. If you look at how the body is just so fascinating. And, and for a man, a doctor, a any kind of healthcare provider to come in and believe that it's smarter than the body itself is very disrupting to me because we discover new things and how the body works every single year. That's why you see new technology and new labs come out because as a doctor, no matter what, no matter what your background is, we should, uh, if we examine somebody, it's an observation of the way the body is telling us what's going on. And it's quite interesting, and, and I've been so fascinated with the female body for about 24 years now. I apologize. I probably should update my, my uh, biography. But my whole story was based on my wife had entered, um, you know, she was, she was obviously, I've been married for 22 years now, but she was told she could never have children. Now, that's very common across the world today. Uh, infertility rates, uh, cyclic problems, female hormone problems breast cancer in all industrialized countries, including your own, uh, cancer rates, infertility rates, diabetes rates have skyrocketed. Yet we have more medical technology. We have more advancements in healthcare ever in history, yet people keep getting sicker. So there has to be a different approach. There has to be a different thought process. And believe it or not, the thinking is what has to change. Because even if you look more in the Eastern world, They've had more Eastern natural remedies, including herbs, for thousands of years, but they're trying to take the current Western thinking and apply it that way. It's, it's, it's no different than this. I know there's probably a, an herb that you're very familiar with, okay? It's called turmeric, okay? Uh, turmeric is obviously has massive qualities that the body, can, the body can use, but the majority of the world now looks at looks at turmeric as an anti-inflammatory, like almost like a drug and forgets what all the other properties are because we're so thinking like I have this condition, I need to treat it medically. 
well, I need, I have this condition. I need to do an alternative natural treatment. And do you understand that we have more natural treatments to the world ever in history and we're still getting sicker? So the different approach starts with a way of thinking. Now, for example, let me ask you just some simple questions. And I suspect that a majority of your audience might be female. So if we look at this way, I am a 48-year-old male. Um, and my studio, I have some fellas in here. We're all guys. Simple question for you, Doc. It's really simple. And if we were to look at just hormonally, the hormones that make us who we are, the number one hormone that makes me who I am is what? What would you say it is? I probably don't know what hormone makes you. A testosterone. Okay. Okay. See, yeah. As us as a guy. Okay. Simple. Yes. Remember, people think it's too complicated. Too complicated. Yes. Don't make it very simple. Testosterone. Now, let's reverse this. Let's reverse this thinking. Okay. Um, number one, if we look at the testosterone, I can definitely have it measured. I can measure in labs. There's free testosterone. Very simple. Okay. Now, as a woman, as a woman, what would you say is the primary? Now, remember, there's a bunch of them, but there's a primary hormone that controls you both physically and mentally. What do you think that hormone is? Estrogen. Right. But what if I told you that estrogen is not a hormone? See, look at this. See, now I caught your attention. And I'm 48. I started as a doc when I was 24 years old. And realized, because remember, my wife came in, aka my girlfriend when I met her. She was 22, I was 24. And she suffered from endometriosis, which is a very common condition all over the world, uh, everywhere. And it has some estrogen-dominant problems. But what happened is when I looked at her labs, they had one of her estrogens measured. Estrogen is not a hormone. It's a term that represents many hormones. Many. Now, I just have this simple question for women. And this is a different way of thinking. Estrogens, once again, dictate you physically, dictate you mentally. It can affect your breast tissue. It can affect your, everything in your pelvis. It can, detect, it, it can affect your brain. It can affect how you sleep. And it can affect your mood. And if we realize that these things, once again, can be measured by labs, yet the most common thing they do with women today is they measure one if they're lucky, two, and they forget about all 10 of them. Now, how can we assess a woman's uh, physical and mental health with just a small snapshot of one or two hormones? See, most women are not even led to taught that they actually have multiple estrogens. They're not even guided by their doctors to get them measured. Yet if they're abnormal, it can cause physical and psychiatric problems, including cancers, diabetes, infertility, weight gains, things like that. All the things that women are massively suffering with. So I came along 24 years ago, started in one little office, and now I have offices all over the United States. I have a couple in Europe. Um, and I get the opportunity to share this different way of thinking, which is nothing more, Doc, than you know this. You being a woman, and you may be a certain age, if even your doctors that are trying to help you stay healthy, which is what your goal is, these estrogens dictate your health, so then why didn't they measure all them? Why, why didn't they measure all 10 of them on you? Because you know why? Because the thinking doesn't allow people to do it, which is why both Eastern and Western and natural and medical healthcare doesn't get it. And it's been frustrating for me because women are getting sicker all over the world, and they have to reach out to me to give them a little different perspective. Absolutely. I believe this is one of the episodes where not only the audience, but myself, I'm going to learn a lot more new things right now. 
this is completely a life changing theory you just told and uh, talking to the herbs i believe turmeric let me just tell you like you probably know about india ayurveda herbs everything and most of us like my audience i am pretty sure about them even myself what we do is when i wake up in the morning empty stomach before brushing what we drink is a warm glass of water and one spoon of turmeric in it in india we say it haldi so it's like a uh, kind of antiseptic and it's the only you know mantra that we have for throughout the day throughout our lives to keep us healthy but i am so grateful to have doctors like you who are acknowledging this fact about herbs and its importance well moving on dr patrick how much do you feel it is important for people to know their holistic health you know i mean we have come across patients and clients who just focus on a particular body like as in being a physical therapist myself i have a lot of patients who say oh my god my hand is hurting i have an ankle sprain or my lower back is hurting but eventually as a doctor we often come to know that this is because of an underlying condition that has no link with a uh, i would say physical uh, problem but rather and i would say internal problem so how would you feel or how do you feel that it is important for people to know their holistic health and have a approach towards it well it's extremely important because otherwise we'll end up like the majority of the world and let me give you an example where you and i will, will be so synergistic and then we're going to tie in all the ayurvedic we're going to tie in the holistic standpoint which makes us really the primary doctors out there and let me explain if we even you and i if we're dealing with a physical joint issue okay there's one underlying factor that every healthcare from medical to holistic to a dentist to a physical therapist to a chiropractor to a podiatrist to a heart surgeon there's one commonality that we will all agree upon that will allow us to be on the same page and the only thing that will differ between let's say you and i will get this perfectly because we have very similar backgrounds is the medical field will think of it differently because they have the wrong thinking but let me explain the tying factor that brings what you just talked about together is something called inflammation inflammation okay now here's the factor you know as a physical therapist that you have worked with people with physical aspects but they didn't recover because inflammation can affect a joint from three major things physical trauma physical trauma that's why we can rehab them that's why we can adjust them that's why you can do acupuncture that's why you can do massage and there can be some physical relief to that physical trauma but that's not the only factor that causes inflammation and i'm going and i'm going to give you a good good way to remember this there's three things that disrupt the human body and then us as doctors have to figure out the best approach there's trauma there's toxins and there's thoughts okay think about the 3 t's so us we have a background that gives us a little bit more insight on the trauma aspect but you know it's just as well as i do if somebody has a diet coke or what do they have soda over by you guys do they drink soda by you guys yeah diet coke is so okay. famous over here it's it is but that's a toxin now you know this as a physical therapist that that toxin can cause inflammation and make their joints hurt So we can physically try to repair their trauma but their inflammation and their joints can be sore from eating that toxin. Now, yes. Now let's go here. Let's go on a little bit deeper. Ladies, 
my my specialty for 24 years has been females okay there's trauma there's toxins there's thoughts there's mental health i will tell you ladies right now that will make you the sickest more than anything your mental thoughts can make you sicker faster than anything it can put you in more pain it can cause you more female hormone problems it can drain your hormones it can actually cause you can you can eat great and if you have mental stress it destroys your body it destroys your body so therefore even as if I tried to adjust somebody or try to do rehab on them and they have massive mental stress, ladies, you hurt like crazy. See, so the holistic approach isn't trying to alter it chemically, trying to reduce inflammation with anti-inflammatories. But here's what happens. Turmeric is used in that kind of way. They're trying to treat it like an anti-inflammatory herb, but they never address the three T's that allow us to remove it and then if we add the turmeric in there, which is more of a repair process, see, stop using herbs like they're drugs. They're not meant to be. That was never its tradition. That was never its history. Use, and, I, and here's, here's the example I love. I say Western medicine and medical care is like the fire department. If your house catches on fire, axes and hoses, drugs and surgery, put out the fire, save your house from burning down. Thank God if you had a family member that had a heart attack and almost died and drugs and surgery saved them. But you can't rebuild the house with an ax and a hose. You need lumber, you need carpet, you need nails, you need hammer. Doc, that's what we do. We're carpenter doctors. We can use herbs, we can use nutrition, we can use physical therapy, we can use chiropractic, we can use acupuncture. We can use all the holistic means to build the body. So I'm cool with having medicine to save lives, but I'm also, we need us to keep you healthy and build bodies. I really like the way you give instances and that real life instances which people can never ever forget. So moving on, Dr. Patrick, to one of the segments of my show where we actually burst the myths of Instagram doctors. Now, Instagram doctors, yep. TikTok doctors who have no degree, but they still call themselves as doctors. So we know how much people, the general audience, blindly follow such Instagram pages who have zero idea about health, wellness, anything, and they just post anything. So I have got a bunch of posts ready for you. And Dr. Patrick, okay. are you ready to tell us if it is a myth or a fact? Absolutely. Well, the first post says, walking right after having dinner is bad for your gut health. Do not walk right after having your dinner. Walking myth exercising fact walking okay. is not an exercise cool walking That's is not an exercise and and i know what they're trying to say it's like this it's like when people eat a drink a protein shake and go work out your digestion by naturally slows down so don't don't go exercise hard after you eat because you move your body into fight or flight there but walking's not an exercise you want to move constantly Moving is great. Walking, we have to stop thinking walking is exercise. Walking is movement for life. Now, if you go for a run after you eat, don't do it. That's bad. Absolutely. This is something, you know, every other bodybuilder needs to hear this because I believe some of the gym trainers, not specific gym trainers, but yeah, the majority, they do not actually educate their uh, athletes or their students in a perfect manner. Moving on, I yes. have another post which says, Having black tea. Okay. Which tea are you having, Dr. Patrick, right now? Green tea. 
Okay, so the question is, having black tea is better than having milk tea. Avoid drinking milk tea because it actually makes you fatter. Mint tea makes you fatter? Yeah, the post says. Now, uh, here in milk. India, milk tea is like people, you know, just enjoy having milk tea. In India, black tea and green tea is specifically taken by people who are very health conscious. Otherwise, every other person from young adults to the geriatric population are just dying over milk tea. Now, the post says, do not have milk tea, rather have black tea because milk tea makes you fatter. Now, here, quick question. What's in milk tea over there? Okay, so the milk tea is kind of uh, tea. The black tea remains same. Over that, we add mm -hmm. milk as well. Some kind of coffee, you can say. But not having coffee oh. beans, but uh, tea leaves. Okay, I'm. here's what happens. If it is, if it is uh, milk that is from an animal that's raised properly with healthy fats, I like it. It actually will help you become skinny. Okay. Another post says, okay, this post is coming from a girl page that is quite a famous page. Okay. And it says, eating chocolates makes your period worse. Absolutely. That's not true. If you have processed, bad, artificial sweetened chocolate, it's very detrimental to your health. Do you understand that there is there is tryptamine serotonin within raw, organic, perfect chocolate, which will be very calming to your system and it's actually really good for female hormones. See, what I think what people do is they compare like a Hershey's chocolate bar, which is processed, added, added sweeteners, all the bad stuff, and they compare it to good raw dark cacao, yes. which is essential for life. You saying so just like the milk tea, if you have if you have processed bad milk within tea. That would scare me. But if you have a raw grass-fed cow and you put that dairy in there, that's going to be life-giving and make you skinny. So they got to differentiate what kind of chocolate they're talking about. Because if you have something like processed sugar and artificial sweeteners and all stuff like that, yeah, it's going to hurt your body. But if you actually have good raw cacao with like xylitol or stevia or some good sweetener in there, it'll help you with your female hormones. Absolutely. Moving on, the other post says, okay, Okay, this is quite important because every other person sent me this post to specifically ask this thing to you because that is quite common. Okay. And the post says, having painkillers during your period cycle makes your blood flow thinner and thus making you prone to cancer. Um, There is truth to that. There is truth to that. There really is. Um, so... Yeah, there's there's a same amount of truth to that. I understand why people do take painkillers, especially during massive cramping. My wife, when I first met her, her periods were so bad that she even said it felt like her skin was being ripped off every time she had her period. So I understand why people take medications, but medications have very high negative side effects and they can alter the immune system. They can alter the hormonal system, which now can lead to cancer. So yeah, there is some truth to that. Okay, well, this is something, you know, every girl wants to know because all my followers, I believe they just have that meftol or combi flame, such kind of medicines, painkillers during their period cycle. But yeah. thank you to you for actually giving light on it. 
Moving on, Dr. Patrick, what would be Dr. Patrick's biggest piece of advice for my audience, for everyone who's listening and watching this episode from various parts of the world to live their life the wellness way? Yeah, I want you to think about this way as I gave the analogy before is there is really two forms of healthcare. There is the medical fire department. I thank God we have that because if you do break your arm in an accident, you're going to need some drugs or surgeries to repair it. Cool. Okay. But then we forget that there's people like us that are more carpenter type doctors and which our thing is not to save lives. Our things is to make you the healthiest person. And you're going to find out you're going to need less medical care in the future if you do that. Now, I believe there's there's four things that I believe that people can do daily that really help their body dramatically. Number one, reduce your sugar intake as much as possible. It is um, obesity in every country uh, contributes to every disease on the planet, including heart disease, cancer, dementia, everything like that. So try to bring your sugar intake down. Number two, eat the highest nutrient dense foods. Now my background, my background when I went to undergraduate before I went to get my doctorates is nutrition. And this is, we used to be common for generations. It's gotten to become very low right now. And that's something called organ meats. Eating healthy organ meats is very important. It really is because they're the highest dense nutrient foods in the world. And that's why also you also have to add high density herbs because they're concentrated. And our world has gotten away from true herbal aspects because if you look at herbs in general, they're always prepared in tea forms, in alcohol forms, and things like that to get the highest constituents out of them. They weren't eaten raw. Three, um, we need to feed our bacteria in our body. And one of the best ways to do is good fiber. Fiber is amazing. And number four I do like is having, especially for women's health, having some great cruciferous-based things like sprouts. Sprouts are things that uh, have have massive concentration. So like a broccoli sprout is better than broccoli because it's 10 times more nutrients. It doesn't have the anti-nutrients that other things do. So I'm more of a person. I don't like raw vegetables. I like to see them prepared just like I don't like raw herbs. I like to see them prepared in tea form or alcohol form, something that they get because a lot of plants have a lot of anti-nutrients to protect themselves. Animals at least consume them, eat them properly, and then do that. And just like fiber, uh, a bacteria, I'm a big fan of, you know, different cabbages that are fermented. I love fermented products. Fermentation, and that's why fermentation has been done for thousands of years. Fermented herbs have been done for thousands of years. What we call holistic healthcare is really truly healthcare. Medicine is nothing more than a form of emergency care. So what we're trying to teach people on this podcast and your podcast and everything is true healthcare and look at pharmaceuticals as chemical survival during some emergencies. Absolutely. Well, bingo. Every question, everything you've answered so beautifully and something that every person is going to remember in his or her lifetime because the examples were on point. Well, with this, we have come to an end of this episode and I would like to thank Dr. Patrick for taking our time from his schedule to speak to okay. us, my audience, me, and I really believe that you enjoyed it and had a good time as much as we had listening to you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
Thank you. This is your reminder to straighten your back, have a glass of water and move. Also a pro tip, take care of your health both inside and out because your holistic health matters a lot. We'll see in the next episode. Till then, goodbye. Take care.